and welcome into In the Mix with Mike, episode number 15 tonight from the Embassy here on a Thursday night, last one of September. I am glad to be joined by my boy Jose and great co-host. Yo. Jose, how you feeling tonight? We in the building, bro. I'm ready. And, and soon enough, we'll have another special guest yeah, joining yeah, us we tonight. We got somebody special in the building tonight. Somebody you know? special? We've yeah, we got to cook something up tonight. Good good crowd, good turnout, good day. Let's, uh, do it. let's do it here on a Thursday night. So tonight we got Miami playing Cincinnati, but before... Before I get to that, I got to send some thoughts and prayers out to the people that were affected with this hurricane going down. Yeah, man, that's tough. That's Miami. crazy it's, out it's there. It's crazy. They were just showing pictures. Just wild. I was I was seeing on Twitter like yeah, there's a shark in the middle of the, sh- in the street because of how much flooding and everything. It's wild. Cars underwater. Yeah. Houses destroyed. Like it's bad. But I don't know. It's just a reoccurring event. Like, and I feel like these tornadoes and hurricanes just keep getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. It's so. it's just it's sad to see you know people's yeah, yeah. property and you know lives and just not only that it's ruined, like you know that's such a tough situation to get out of because it's a that's not like something you can fix like in a couple yeah. of weeks that's like years like yeah that's a Katrina lot of- still hasn't fully recovered like Puerto Rico still hasn't fully recovered from their last hurricane yeah and it's just like up ah, there comes another one yep and then there's another one so it's just like it's tough bro just like when you feel like you grasping like the top like all right. We're finally getting over this hump. Yeah. Boom, another one comes and it wipes you off. Florida one is nasty, bro. They, 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 they're getting stronger and stronger, bro. Yeah. It's, it is it is crazy, like you said. Just like how Katrina, really, for the people living in New Orleans, just how their life is still kind of affected by yeah, that. Yeah, bro. And, and that was 16 years ago and kind of like just how many businesses have stopped uh, it's, it's and like flooding and how long that's going to be in cleanup and everything. Yeah. You know, it's just... You know, just thoughts and prayers going out to the. Just imagine it's like you can't right now. you can't build the whole city in a year. No. <laughs> yeah. And so how much cleanup? Because yeah. like yeah, like I said on Twitter, I was seeing a shark in the middle of the road, like just from how much water and flooding and everything going on. It's like bad, bro. Crazy. So shout out to everyone in Florida. My prayers are with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta give a shout out to somebody on Twitter. Save the cat too. There's this cat like on a air conditioner, like the top of it, like it was flooding all around, and he. Went out there, saved the cat. So <laughs> we're gonna shout out that guy. I said on yeah. Twitter, but uh, shout out to you, cat saver. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from uh, that to maybe the Miami Dolphins can give those uh, people of Florida um, something you know, to stand some, up. Yeah, 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 something to cheer about. So let's let's do that Thursday night game tonight. Miami but that's Dolphins. not gonna happen because I think Burrow's <sighs> winning tonight. I it's I'll let you know. I think he's gonna win the game. Um, any bets that you took for tonight's game? Yeah, I took. My boy Joe Barrow. Of course. I got Jamal Chase for a touchdown. I got okay. Higgins for a touchdown. I got uh let me double check this. Yeah, let me know what you got. Couple rushing yards. I think it's like eleven rushing yards for Burrow. Yeah. And that's about it. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. I got you. We'll see how it we'll see how it goes, of course. You put a bet in tonight? Yeah, I did. I, I took Joe Burrow over ten rushing yards. I think he'll yeah. use his legs at one point in this he game. He has to. Yeah. Um, Miami took them three and a half. I think the Dolphins are going to win, but I could also see the Bengals at home. They got to get back to 500. It's a Thursday night game, the whiteout game. You feel like maybe a late field goal with no time left, 23-20 kind of game. So I was like, I'm going to take the Dolphins three and a half. I took Tyreek to Hill to score TD. Yeah, that's who else I took, Tyreek. Yeah, I just feel like he's just too fast. Like, I think at one point he'll break one, and he's just that kind of player. You he know? can he can get one every game if he really Yeah, I feel to. like him and Waddle could definitely get one. But yeah. I took Tyreek, and then I took Joe Mixon for the Bengals. I think he's pretty powerful around the goal line. They tend to go to him. Um, 
He's that run down um yeah. downhill quarterback. I mean not what the hell did I just say? <laughs> down, <laughs> downhill running back, like you need a two, three yards, all right, we're gonna yeah. go big boy. Yeah. So but I think he he could definitely get one in. The running backs are definitely gonna be needed in this game. Yeah, Bill. Shout out to Bill in the building. Bill in the embassy. He, yeah, he's in the cut. Uh but I think he could get one tonight. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited to see also because he's gotta go up against Melvin Ingram, who is on the Chargers. So I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna get one. One in there, and I took uh, your boy Chase over fifty yards uh, receiving in an alt. So yeah, that's like check that out, everybody. Uh, Ten bucks, you know, Fanduel, one sixty five. If they'll win it, we'll see. I'm not gonna say how much I bet because if I win, you guys are gonna come get me. So hey, shout out our boy Jake Eubler the other night. Yeah, he, he hit a parlay. That was he tough. He just came, sat down, threw a parlay in, and all of his hit like back to back to back. I had the same parlay. Yeah. I just had the Giants winning, so I was screwed out of that one. I know. We both were yeah. wrong on that one. Shout out the Cowboys. Yeah, that was that was electric. Got to shout out Matt uh, Hudak, the big Cowboys guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Maybe on the pod. Uh, but Cowboys, C.D. Lamb had a big catch there. That one-hand grab was really nice. I think both both pl- both uh, both last plays went to him, right? Yeah. At the end of the game, um, just the Cowboys – I. Surprised me. I, I definitely think there was some calls that worked against the Giants. That one on Shepard before the half in that Cooper game. Cooper Rush, bro, give that man some yeah. credit. He was he was slinging the rock, bro. Played great. Yeah, he 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 came out and balled out. Daniel Daniel Jones also he t- he took a lot of shots though. I think the offensive line you guys gotta gotta be a little bit better. Bro, but that's Daniel I, Jones hit the that's hit the every hard. year, bro. That's never gonna change, bro. It's just like yeah, that's from up top. Those calls are made up top. Yeah, that organization, yeah, the yeah, culture, yeah. and Come everything, on, bro. They're draining their fans, bro, and the fans come out every year faithfully yeah. for the Giants and yeah, put some money in there, bro. Come yeah. on, I agree, hundred percent. And I think it's also interesting noting from Monday night's game to this game, both teams, the home jerseys were uh, white, and now they had like whiteouts with their fans, you know, with the jerseys and the t-shirts. That's actually never been uh, done before in the NFL, but the Monday game and the Thursday game. But uh, we'll see. You're taking the Bengals, I'm assuming, to win tonight. Absolutely. I'm gonna take Miami. I, I just think. The Dolphins are, are playing good, but hey, if they lose, the Eagles are the Still last one to team. Shout out to the Eagles. You guys of are. Of course. Go uh, Birds. Big game this weekend. Yeah, we'll preview that. Number one ranked team in football, but you guys deserve it, man. You guys are balling out there. Yeah. Hey, I told you. Jalen Hurts, he looks yeah, great he's right now. Com- bro, he's comfortable. He's sitting in the pocket. He's running when he needs to run. Like, he's not second guessing himself. Like, he's out there having fun. Yeah. He's, a, he's, on, he's on one. He's like, he got the swag on him. Yeah. And his boy go up there and catches those balls, bro. He makes plays for him. So it's like. Yeah. I got somebody I could throw the ball to whenever I need to be bailed out. <laughs> Must I'm, be nice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, go get it. And A.J. Brown is just one of those guys, and he's cooking up, so you guys deserve it, man. Go ahead. New defense looking good, too. You know, got your boy Bradbury from the Giants, and yes, sir. like I said, getting the Georgia, a lot of Georgia Bulldogs defense. That's they top look good. That's Played the Jags this week, so we'll see how that goes in Philly. Could be a, a rainy one from the hurricane weather moving up. So yeah, um, we'll we'll probably hopefully preview that this weekend. Uh, moving from sports uh, as we work our way through the episode as we'll have this yes, sir. little interview coming up in a little bit. Um, we'll touch on some new music uh, just briefly here. Tory Lanez is going to be dropping an album tonight. Uh, yeah. I'm really You know what's crazy? That. It's, it's back to kind of like his old. I thought uh, today was Friday, and now when I got in the car this morning, I'm like, yo, there's no new albums. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow, it's it's gonna be great to to listen to new music. So Tory Lanez is dropping an album. I'm really excited for that. Bro, he's gonna probably fucking violate. He's gonna cook up on that. Oh, he's I, bro. He's, he's gonna he, go crazy on that. He has to come out, bro. It's like now his case is is moving on. Like more details are being revealed. Like yeah, 
He's been blackballed the last two years. Like you haven't seen Tory anywhere. You haven't heard him. He's on. It's made a lot of music, but he's it hasn't on no been, like, playlist. Yeah, exactly. It's not been like public. It's he's been, like, not on Ball Alert. He's not on Shade Room. He's nowhere, bro. Yeah. He's literally blackballed to the bone, bro. I feel terrible. So about this that. this this album right here, he really got to come out and just kick the fucking door open. Like yo, I'm still here. Like yeah, stop fucking playing with me. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited. And she's lying, Sorry bro. For <laughs> Sorry. Free my son, Tori, bro. Sorry. She's a fucking compulsive liar, bro. Hey, free Tori. Free Tori. I agree yeah, with that on the on pod. Yeah, shout up? out Tori Lanez. He came yeah. to Ville once. I always big, big Tori Lanez fan. Yeah, Sorry for what's the name of the album. I'm I'll, really excited for it tonight. Yeah, he need to cook up, bro. Yeah. And gonna, he need to give us one of those intros where he just bars oh to death. Yeah, like, on uh, Love Me ahead, More when he had Why Don't You Love Me on Love Me More. That's, he oh. cooked up, bro. Like when he gets in those those long melodic beats, bro, is it's trouble. So I, that's what I'm expecting tonight. Like I need it. Yeah. The the intro is gonna set the tone from the jump. Like, alright, what you want, Tori? Yeah. If I'm excited. Come rapping that shit. We we in for one. And I also want to see like who's gonna be on the features. Yeah. I'm really excited. Tonight is gonna be tonight is gonna be a fun night to see who else is dropping. Uh, so then we go from him to Kid Cudi's also dropping an album. Uh, he's a bum. Okay. You're on the <laughs> you're on the Kanye side. Um, He's a bum. I'll take a look at it. I I know. I only listen to Cuddy when he got the. Mm, the Yeah, when he's humming, that's when he's cooking up. If you don't hum, bro, like just sit down, bro. We'll see what kind of features. Make some beats. We'll see what kind of features he has on it. Uh, Freddie Gibbs is also gonna drop an album tonight. Freddie Gibbs is a funny dude, bro. (laughs) Like he could rap. Like he's dead nice, bro. He could rap. Yeah. He could do that shit, but I don't know. I think he's too much into the social media shit, like. He be you. making a clown out of himself sometimes, bro. Yeah, and he, then everywhere he go, they beating him up, bro. I did see that. They really did fuck him up that one time. He <laughs> went on and still stuck. He to went the to Buffalo, bro. And he got stomped out. They put the Timbos to his dome piece. Was that a uh, Benny the Butcher? That yeah, yeah. Hit, hit that look on him, bro. They took his chain and all that, oh lumped him up. But I respect him. You know why? Because he still got on that stage and he still performed, bro. He put on his shiesty. His head was lumped up. He had like a watermelon coming out of his. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> he was bleeding. But he went bit. out there. He thugged it on. He performed. That's what I'm saying. Like he could rap. Like he could perform. Like he could rap with the best of them. Like, but he's he's really good. Yeah. But I'll just be like, come on, bro, stop. Get away from the social media shit. Yeah. You're making yourself look crazy, bro. Yeah. And then the shit that you do rap about is street shit. So when you're going out there and getting lumped up in every city you go to, you make it. You lose that credibility. Yeah, you lose the credibility and you your image no longer is like, come on, bro, you into. Yeah, you arguing about, with too much yeah. with academics. Academics is gonna roast everybody, bro. Because you know what, mm. he's gonna pull up your numbers and he's gonna embarrass you. But you're very talented. You can rap. Yeah. You do this rapping shit. Like, stick to that. Yeah. Get get away from the antics. You know what I feel like he does? He saw that six nine was doing that shit like. Yep. Constantly beefing it, keep them relevant, and keep them on the net. But let your work f- speak for itself. You could really rap. Like, Freddie Gibbs, is, he's really nice. Yeah, and we're going to see what he brings tonight yeah, with the album. He's going to drop heat, bro. He's going to cook up. So we'll listen to that. We'll listen you should to t- you should YG take, is also tonight as well. You should listen to his um Hot 97 freestyle. Really? That was the one that we was listening to the other day. I'll take a look at that. I'm yeah, glad he, you put me on to that. He cooked up, bro. On a side note, I'm glad you put me on to that uh, early mornings meek. On YouTube, yo, he Check violated, that out, bro. He bro, violated. He killed that. He said, "I run my city ba- from Philly to Baltimore." I, you gotta check that yeah, out. It's on YouTube. Up. Real shit but on. But those it. are the beats that he could like get on, and he talk his shit. Yeah, I I want to hear him make an album you know what like I that because that was I've seen that 
that on YouTube, and then when he he's in Miami in like that penthouse, yeah, that one's tough. Like when he's on like that soulful Meek, Lauren Hill. Kind I feel of like Meek makes the perfect pain music. Like, yeah. like he really inspired motherfuckers who's down there, bro. Like, not everybody got it, bro. There's people really surviving out here in the slums, bro. Yeah, in these streets, not everybody's like really get into it like everybody else, bro. There's people out here starving, bro. Yeah. And where he's from, like, you see that a lot, bro. Philly's tough, bro. Like, it's a tough area to see. Like, for, uh, I was on, what you call it? I was on Instagram. The, when was it? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Um, Gilly the Kid posted a video. He like, yo, just imagine growing up in this shit. And he just shows all the fiends. Like, it's like Skid Rose for all the drug addicts. Yeah. Like, it's tough out there, bro. And I feel like when Meek... He dropped those beats and those those anthems and those that those songs that really like yeah. touch the people, bro. It don't matter in what the city. video too. Like he yeah, had he all went those people. To, he went out there. You're, you're seeing in Philadelphia that those are real crackheads, bro. That were living on the side of the road. He was giving them money, and you see that in the video. It's like you can hear the guy in the back like crazy. we're hungry. People, yeah, people screaming, living like we're this. hungry. Yeah. Like I don't feel like nowhere in America should be like that. But that's a topic for another day. But. When me rap, bro, and when he get in those beats and in that zone, like, let me, yeah. when he goes to Philly, like, when he's in his city, bro, he just tap into a whole Love different it. person, bro. And his raps, yeah, it's like he's cold-hearted, bro. Tony Story, part one, part two, part three. Cold-hearted, like, one, yeah, two, three. <laughs> come on, bro, he really exactly. taps in, Love bro. Meek. Come on. Shout out Meek on the pod. Yeah, that's a fact. Never forget when we came out of uh, that Mets-Phillies game and missed the turn and ended bro, up going through Center City. That was a vibe. My son put on the, the Meek album. We've... Driving Philly, through Philly, the lights down. Is, city, city lights is on. That shit was a vibe, bro. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a different feeling when you listen to somebody's music in, in that, that city, city bro. <laughs> it's like going to it's like listening to Hove in in, in, in what you call in it in New York. In New York, yeah. Then you then you go to Canada and you listen to Drake shit. Like you feel the energy, bro. That that Philly energy, bro, <laughs> is like second to none, bro. That, yeah. that shit was fire. That was awesome. That was an amazing experience out of that game. And just I I usually do it, but to be able to like kind of Drop the top and and just it's drive it through Philly at night it's on a Saturday night. That yeah, was just a great time. Came, yeah, that was that was a great night. But um, yeah, that, I just wanted to add that side note about Meek and definitely check out Early Mornings on YouTube. That that track is fire. Um, Roddy Rich is also dropping a single tonight, so kind of want to hear about single, no feature. Nah, just him. Um, J Cole is also going to be on a single tonight as well. Oh, Cole. Yeah, and Russ as well. He has a single. Oof. But um, so that wait a minute, Cole drop. No, nah, it's just a single. Yeah. I know, I know, but just a single, like, what's that little come it, here type shit? I, like, I think he has one person on it with him, so it's not entirely him, Um, but I, I'm interested. Anytime J. Cole drops, you got to listen. Yeah, that's a fact. That's, nah, that's tonight's a pretty good night, then. Yeah, I said we got the game, we got music. I'm not going to sleep early tonight, I guess. No, Um, let's do the interview. Yo. We, we got somebody in the fucking building tonight, bro. In the embassy, we yeah, would like bro. to welcome to the show in the mix, uh, Louis Ortiz. Louis, yes, welcome. sir. Yes, sir. What's uh, going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Thanks yo. for having me. The What's good, bro? 30-year-old entrepreneur in the building Yes, tonight. sir. Make a sure. movie. Like, Louis, it's great to have you on the show. Thank welcome. You. Welcome. It's good to be here. Yo, the floor is yours, bro. We're going to let you oh, cook shit. up. This is the place where, you know, you can just let loose, you know, talk, talk your shit. So... My first question. Oh, let's give the people a little, you know. Introduction? Introduction. Yeah, yeah, Where you from? Like, how old are you? Like, what was your upbringing? Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, again, my name is Luis Ortiz. I'm from 
Harlem, New York. Oh, okay. yes, sir. Oh, Harlem. Yes, sir. <laughs> they lived the, lived the little struggle life. But you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, we never struggled. Yeah, we made it from the struggle. But um, yeah, now I'm, uh, I'm 30, 30 years old. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I own a business. Love that. Um, yeah, I'm a reseller. So I sell on eBay, uh, Facebook Marketplace, Macari. Um, yeah. You know, shit like that. Uh, all <laughs> selling platforms he, he taps into. And this is yes the things sir. that you also like do on the side as well. So that yes, sir. That's awesome. That super part time. Like yeah. a yeah, like a side hustle in a yeah, sense. In a sense. And you were saying how you've only been doing it for like a couple months now, but like you've yeah, been just close, like close. Yeah, a year. A year now. Oh, a year. Okay, yeah, okay, actually. a little longer. Okay. Yes, sir. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, how how's that been like going? Has it been like a a winning margin, I guess, and a profit margin? Is it kind of you know, for if somebody was like, oh, that's a cool side hustle, like, do you think it, it is worth it in your time? Or Oh, hell yeah, definitely. It is. I definitely recommend to anybody that starting from zero dollars at that. Really? Yeah, definitely. That's, um, I will tell you later, but some of my biggest flips came from zero dollars, like things I got for free. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like donations and stuff like that, like from my past jobs and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. you uh, bring that into the, okay. Yeah, definitely. It, into the sales and everything. So, like, my question to be, for me to you would be like, what's your favorite part about doing the reselling? Is it like the chase or is it like looking for a particular oh, item? Like, definitely. what's your favorite part about it? Definitely the chase. It's, it feels like a hunt. <laughs> like, you're hunting for the perfect, like, like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Like you be in a store full of a thousand items. Yeah. And you can find mm-hmm. that one item. And you, you, you it's just brighten your day, right? It's brightens <laughs> your day. You be like, oh, wow, this shirt's five bucks, but I could make 25 bucks on it. Of course, why not? That's an easy pure sale. Pure profit. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, pure profit. And it you looks I mean? and it looks like oh yeah okay. Yo, you, you know, know it's like crazy because I've gone with him to do this like, yeah. bro, and and it could be the most simplest person, bro. Just the the art of digging through something to find something, bro, is <laughs> yeah. is fire, bro. It's like you don't know what the hell you're gonna find, bro. Yeah. That's right. It's like you digging through something like oh shit, wow, I found this, and it's yeah. just pennies on a dollar, bro. Like. Yeah. You could go to like thrift shops. You could go to like antique shop. Just the act of you actually going out there and searching for something it's just like that shit is fun, bro. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I'm old now, but that shit is fun to me. <laughs> like he's taken me a t- couple times, you know, and he's put me onto the like the business part of it. I opened up my own eBay yeah. account. I what you call? It? I sold like three items so far, but yeah, this guy's a monster, bro. I you know. I was gonna his say his store, he's got the bro. Eye. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bro, he I finds. I, I don't know if it's, it's luck, but he finds gems. He he'll tell you. Yeah, I'm talking too much. The flow's <laughs> on you, my boy. My yes, fault. Yes, sir. Shot, first of all, shout out Goodwill. Okay. Because that is my bread and butter right now at the moment. Okay. Tell me, Goodwill Outlets, to yeah. be exact. You know, they, they call it the Goodwill Bins. The distribution store. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they call it the Goodwill Bins. Um, yeah. So that's where I go, and things are weighed by the pound. So you could get T-shirts, jackets, stuffed animals, sneakers, books, everything, DVDs. They have even VHS, um, you know, players. Yeah. For like fuck, they they weigh them out. So it's like you you put like twenty pounds and you only pay like thirty bucks. Okay. So so, so you pick it up in the in the pound where you know. Yeah, bro. You could get like a say say you wanted to just get like clothes. You could go yeah. get a whole laundry bag full of clothes for like. Yeah. Depending on what you get, if like if you don't get heavy jackets, bro, that'll probably be like no more than yeah. like twelve, fifteen, sixteen yeah. bucks. Bro. I was gonna say maybe people pay more without even you know. I mean maybe they do explain that to you, but pay more in terms of, you know, you buy a heavy jacket, that's obviously going to weigh a little yeah, bit yeah, more. So you pay a little yeah, bit yeah. more, obviously, by the but pound. By the pound, I'm sorry. But it's crazy how, mm-hmm. like, the more you buy, the cheaper it is. Yeah. Definitely. 
And and then how do you turn that into that profit where you're like, this shirt may be $5, but you can, you know, go into, you know, having that creative eye and then being able to resell it for, you know, 25 to $30 and making that profit margin and then repeating that steps. Like, where do you yeah. think you find that, like, aesthetic and that eye towards this I can see being worth more than what they're sh- they're presenting it to be? Oh, Definitely. Listen, what they say is one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Hey. So yes, I like that. You Oof. find a shirt for five bucks, yeah. and especially vintage. Yeah, I keep an eye out for vintage. That's my bread and butter right there. Vintage, you know. I have had local, you know, even modern, um, like polo, polo brands like yeah. polo, Nordica. You know, anything you can find anything for like fifty cents a dollar, yeah. and then flip it for ten. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. I take anything. Uh, to me, I say if it's thirty percent ROI, like return on investment. So if I spend a dollar, make three, that's a good day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my boy, yo, he's a savage on this guy. So if you do that, <laughs> I think about like, it. Yeah, he's so right though, because I feel like, like it's almost trendy to wear something like older and vintage. You yeah, know, bro. like it's yeah. like if the shirt kind of looks right and fits right, it's like who cares what's bro, on the he, front? You he, know, like he has an eye for that, bro. Yeah, that's everything aesthetic, he yeah. finds, bro, is profitable. I'm like, because cool. he shows me, yeah. bro, bro. We'd be at work and I just hear his phone, bing, bing, <laughs> bing. <laughs> that's sales. tough, and that's sales. just sales all day, bro. That's <laughs> passive income that he's not even that's working so hard great. for, bro. Yeah, and all he does, he take one or two hours. He just goes digging, bro. Yeah, doesn't hurt. Get your hands dirty, bro. And he finds the shit, bro. I don't know. He just has, I don't know if it's luck, I don't know if it's talent, That's but the awesome. motherfucker fine shit, bro. That's awesome. You want to hear my craziest thing? Yeah. I found a pair of flippers, you know, <laughs> deep yeah. sea diving flippers. Oh, okay. In, in a rich, rich neighborhood, in the garbage. Somebody threw it out. I don't yeah. know why, I don't know what, what what they were thinking. Yeah. Guess how much I sold it for? How much? 150. <sighs> 150. You just got lucky, you just driving It was in the, gar- it was in the like, garbage. Yeah, was, oh, <laughs> my was God. In, you know, is that dirty? I don't know. No, dumpster diving. Yo, it goes back to what you said earlier. <laughs> One man's trash is another, is man's, another man's treasure. treasure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey. So that's fire, bro. Yes, sir. That's tough. You be out working just like, oh, yeah, solid. Another another 25 yeah. bucks. Another $25. Yeah. Another $25. What was your most profitable <laughs> item? Ooh. All right. I got... All right, I'll tell you how much I paid for it. <laughs> you're going to laugh at that. That's okay. That's but okay. it was a signed weekend vinyl. Really? Right? What, what album, actually? Uh, After Dark. Real Or After Hours. After Hours. Oh, I have that one, that. actually. So, it was a signed weekend vinyl. Um, sold it for 300 bucks. Okay. On OfferUp. Yeah. And so it was a meeting. That's a meetup um, app. So I met the person in, per- in person, and, you know, it went everything went well. Guess how much I paid for it? How much you paid for Zero it? Zero dollars. <laughs> a tenant, my old job, gave it to me. He was moving out. He's like, hey... I don't want. I don't feel like taking this. It's a. It's a. Cause I. He knows I was a weekend fan. I'm like really? the biggest weekend fan. Yeah. And he gave it to me for free. He was moving out. He was like, Hey, I don't. Want, I really don't want to take this with me. It's. It's bulky. It's heavy. And it was. It was like a three disc album. And oh, yeah, like the, the deluxe, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that the deluxe awesome. one. So that's fire. Yep, bro. Where, where you? Bucks. Where you draw the line between like, yo, I should really keep this or. Fuck it, let's just, just make money. You know, that, that really emotional attachment to, of like, yeah. being bro, a he's a co- he's a cold stone killer, bro. He yeah. does everything to him is profit, profit, profit. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself is a profit. Listen, bro, you have to listen, and I love it. It's, it's fun. So the that's not sales. something you would have wanted to keep, because uh, you're such a huge like. Yeah, I wanted to big weekend fan, but you saw the profit 300 margin. Three hundred bucks is three hundred. I respect you know it. What I mean, I respect it. And it was it. free. That's a three hundred percent ROI. Um, I'm taking that. 
Yeah. You have to. Yeah, that's what I got bills to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was one of the items that you inv- would you? I would say like you paid extra for, thinking that you would get high profits, and it didn't work out. Have you mm, come across an item like that where you spend a lot? Like say, all right, I know if I spend it this much, I could probably even profit a little bit. But the pro, but the mm. the spending was also gonna come back to you, like. So basically, uh, taking a loss. Yeah, uh, in a sense, I guess, right, Jose? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I bought a pair of Kobe shoes. You know, thinking that since he died, the value will go up. R.I.P. Kobe. Too. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, Kobe, of course. Yeah. And you know, I paid a little up. I paid around sixty something bucks. Uh, I thought that you know it was a little beat up the sneaker. Not to you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought it was still sell for crazy because it's yeah. Kobe. Come on. The online comps. I was a little let down when the highest. Um, sold was about sixty bucks, so I, I took yeah. a, a definite loss. I probably took about a ten dollar loss for that. Okay, okay. That, if that's a loss, know, that's not a bad loss. <laughs> ten bucks, like it could have been worse. I was expecting, like, yeah, I dropped like two hundred on this, bro. But that's that's what I'm saying. I was down two hundred. He he he's smart with it. Like he will only buy something if he know he can profit off. Yeah. How how many of those items have you had where there was a loss for you? To be honest, in my learning experience for a year, not many. Um, my man put on Tom Brady numbers. Out you know, here. three, <laughs> three losses probably, and they're all minor losses because I was looking out for a repeat customer or, you know, I, it was just something that the value dropped on. Yeah, you can't yeah, do anything yeah. about that. It just happens. No. Um, but the profit has been there. You know yeah. what I mean? The side hustle has been flowing. It's been working, and it ain't gonna be stopping anytime soon. Yeah. Feel me? So like. What are what is it like a new item that you will be in search for? Well, definitely since the you know the fall's coming up, it's all about the season. You know, Q four. I've been I'm looking for you know jackets, warm jackets, Carhartt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, Carhartt's good. I just I like bought Carhartt. a Carhartt jacket. I bought one for eighteen bucks. Listed it up. It's ra- average sold is one fifty. Maybe buy that right now. One hundred fifty <laughs> bucks from an eighteen dollar jacket to one hundred fifty bucks. Maybe one thirty. Isn't that great though? Absolutely. I'll take that all day. I think all that day. I think that's amazing too cuz I think a lot of people when they kind of get into this market think, "Oh my god, I got to buy like some really expensive shit and then try to make it, you know, and yeah, I mean yeah. back and then some." Like mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe that vision needs to be, "Hey, I'm going to start small. I'm going to make small margins." And I feel oh, like yeah. that's what you did. You just kind of chipped away at it and like Oh yeah. If you want to mind me asking, what how what, what was the uh the incline and the upwards of the Oh, the profit, like... Oh, yeah. So, I've been doing this, you know, for a year now. Yeah. My first six months, you know, the first two months is a little rocky. $1,000. Then it went up to 1500 you know. Started doing more research. Started yeah. talking to people, Facebook groups. Networking. That two months, you know, had 3000 Then it flipped to five. Then, it, you see, six months later... Hit fifteen thousand. Yeah, talk you know your I mean? shit, my boy. Yeah, <laughs> you could use an additional Absolutely. six months. You know, in six months, fifteen thousand. That's a big pay raise. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now I'm hitting a year now. Love that. Working my way up my, to my favorite number, twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm working my way up. I'm on twenty right now, but two thousand is not that far away, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Huh? That's awesome. Feel me? You get that before That's Christmas. That's awesome. That's in one nice year, bro. Raise, my brother. And it's, it hasn't been hard, like you said. It's like nah. it's just. Sn- like he told me when he first started, like yo, bro, just go in your house, and just pile everything together you don't use, yeah, yep. and see what you could profit off of that. 
That's amazing to think about that. And I I commend you. That is that is awesome. Twenty grand, bro. And I think that should really inspire a lot of listeners to be like, you know what? Like, I'm just gonna chip away at it. I'm not doing yeah. Just on a create weekend, an account. Maybe. Yeah. Take all the shit in your house that you don't use. All right, I can use this. Like, and look for profitable things that you spend some good money on. Like, oh, I have a PlayStation Four that's been sitting there for six months with dust and controls. That's a fifty, sixty, hundred bucks easily you can make off that. Sometimes, like he says, Louis, just you gotta let go of things. He didn't even keep a signed autograph CD or vinyl, vinyl <laughs> for one of his favorite artists because he knew, you know what? And he could the buy profit that. margins are retarded. Yeah, let's go with that. Definitely. And so, he could buy that and then some now. Exactly. Just he, he stuck with the so process. just start off patient. Yeah. Grab all the stuff in your house you don't use and try to sell it. Definitely. Listen, it's only the beginning. You know, this is only year one. It's crazy because I know people that make six figures on this. You know, they get through garbage, yard sales, flea markets, buying thrift shop, you know, go to different that's states. Hu- that's hustle, yeah. You know, you pay your vacation with what you, you know, thrift at that location. That's crazy. You pay for the whole vacation just by going to one thrift shop at that place and that state. <laughs> that's crazy. I've seen people do it. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it real soon. Trust me. Real soon. Maybe, you know, a month or two. Let's try it out. That's awesome. Oh, I like that. That's He's awesome. on his shit, bro. He, I'm really excited. Out. Yeah, he's cooking I'm, out. I'm really excited to see bro, that. Bro, you look through his, his store, he bro. He has hundreds of items there, bro. Of yeah. All varieties, bro. Yeah. You can literally go in there like, I, I, want, I can buy this. I can buy that. Women, kids, men, whoever you're trying to buy a gift for, check his store out. Plug your store. What's, what's the name of it? Thank you. At eBay. It's eBay. You have Lou Sells Online. That's L-U-E-S-E-L-L-S Online. You can look me up there, and I have about 186 items, you know, clothing, toys. That's awesome. Games, uh, action figures, uh, you name it. You ha- you need it, I have Such probably, more than likely. So um, yeah. are you a person where you can take messages like, hey, look, I'm looking for this particular item? Would you go out your way to try to find that item for a particular person? Oh and yeah, they definitely, definitely. Um, you could just anytime reach out to me on Instagram too. That's a, that's yeah, probably the easiest tag way to get in to where me. you know they can contact you at. Yeah, definitely. Let me get you my Instagram. Yeah, right we'll now. actually have the. We'll, we could have a post on in the in the mix with Mike. Yeah, we we'll definitely Our tag Instagram, him, throw him up there, check out his store. A debut post. We'd love to have that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you know, cook up. He has a lot of items, you know. Hey, he has the luck for finding things. If you're looking for something, yeah. sure, any kind of brand, tap in with him. He would definitely yeah. find a way to figure it out because he, he just does it, bro. I don't know. <laughs> he, he, he may resell he our merchandise. We, yeah, gotta, yeah, we may have to hide bro, some stuff. He shit, bro. Yeah. Just go to, he, he has a whole store in his crib, bro. Like You yeah. go literally in a whole room and just like, That's awesome. I could buy this, Steelers this, Phillies this, sports, er, jerseys yeah. that. Bro, you can buy anything at his you want store. cashmere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Blend mix. High he end. got Polo, African Calvin Klein, Klein, all that I stuff. All. You know what I mean? I just tap in. Tap in, baby. That's I think <laughs> I think what's hard for like eBay sellers, bro, is just like the algorithm. Because I think that's what yeah. happened to me. Is like yep. mm. the uh, just the algorithm is affecting everything, bro. Like your it's social medias, yeah. everything. Like your YouTube accounts is like everything is algorithm, yeah. algorithm, bro. And that shit is shitty sometimes, bro. Yeah. That's that actually hold, a great way to think about a lot, yeah, a lot of things. It holds people like, back, yeah. bro. It's like the algorithm is basically like, I right, we control this shit. Yeah, like what you see, what you hear in a sense, what, yeah. you know, everything. But I, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah. How is 
I guess maybe shipping in a sense. How does that process go? Yeah, that's is a great that, question. Is that kind of something that maybe backs you up a little bit? It's like, ah, damn, is it inconvenience? Or it's like, no, it's not that bad. I just, oh, you know, nah. this, that. That's easy. That's the easiest part. Really? Yeah, you just factor it into whatever the item costs. Yeah. So say it's a small item. It, yeah, like I know that it costs only like three fifty to ship. Yeah. I'm not going to charge the customer three fifty if I know the customer just paid 15 bucks. Yeah. Just to ship three fifty, I'll, I'll pay for it. No problem. Now, if... If it's a larger, if if it's more expensive, more fragile, you gotta pay up. You know, I might make the customer pay. Hmm. If shipping comes out to thirteen bucks, if it's glass sneakers, I might ask the customer to pay six, eight bucks. But I'm, I, I, I pay, I put some in. Yeah. But hey, guess what? That profit is gonna be ten times, fifteen times more than what I paid. Yeah. That's that's very much worth it. Trust me. It makes sense. That's such a yeah. That was a good question because that's such a in- interesting people forget thing. like yeah because I didn't I didn't even have think to pay about for shipping that. yeah. And that's a heavy cost sometimes. Like, you know, we just look at, like, you know, you see that the difference in, like, okay, I bought it for this and I sold it for that. And just kind of, you know, irrelevantly kind of not even think about the shipping, but the shipping is that big part. But, you know, yeah, cause that's, that's, that, that's amazing how easy and, like, tentative, you you know. That's like, what happened hey, with me. No big deal. We'll, we'll handle that and get it out of the way. That's My first sale was a pair of sneakers because he, he said, yo, Jose, just go. You have a whole bunch of sneakers you could just sell. Throw them up there. I'm like, shit, I could. So I. Went in my closet. Yeah. My girl went in her closet, picked out a couple of sneakers. Mm-hmm. Bro, they sold pretty quick. Excuse but me, I wasn't thinking about because yeah. he said one of the tips that he gave me early on, he was like, people will buy items faster if it's free shipping. Yeah. So once they see free shipping, it's like, all right, this is the final purchase. This is what it's going to cost. I'll pay tax. Boom. Item is done. I didn't take that into consideration when I sold the sneakers. So I'm going to the, I'm going to the post office. I got to buy a box. That's number one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to buy for you got to buy the tape, and then they're gonna weigh it. So in total, the the shipping was like almost sixteen, seventeen dollars to ship out that shoe, and I didn't take. I'm like, oh. Then eBay takes their cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, now you down twenty. Yeah, I'm like twenty. Now they take more than that. So I think the I put up the sneakers for like. 70 bucks I probably only made like 33 dollars yeah yep. makes sense out of it after taxes and stuff so I'm like shit so now you gotta really like marginalize alright do I risk going up a little more and then charging them free shipping but cause you don't you don't wanna feel like the work you did was for like nothing you know what yeah, I mean where it's just yeah. like damn I did all that and that's time bro that's time and gas and patience yeah. a lot of patience I commend yeah. you for how much patience yeah. you Probably yeah, had with this process, has. be like, oh yeah, you know, just kind of chipping away at it casually. Yeah. So that's that is that is an amazing kind of side hustle. And I think that should really inspire a lot of people to be like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take some time, you know, on a weekend and, and just do this. I'm not doing anything. I'm just laying around the house yeah. or whatnot. But hey, I know Netflix is good, but sometimes <laughs> you gotta make some more, you know, money, man. Money makes the world go round. I was gonna say, so you Things are expensive, or maybe. As big of a sports guy, but you do love wrestling and uh, oh. WWE and uh, yes, sir. I, I never really getting spicy in here. Don't get me started. We're getting spicy in here. I like you, Mike. I like you like that, Mike. Go ahead, I got shit, you, my, my boy. boy. I may have not had as much knowledge as Jose over here has with WWE, oh, but man. I just want to kind of get your take. Like, what like kind of 
brought you into uh, watching WWE and being a fan of that more than maybe professional sports? Just kind of get your your mindset on that uh, before I ask a, another potent question I want to get to. The floor oh. is yours, my boy. Yeah. Go ahead, loose cells. That's since childhood, like ever since WWF, like that's the, my earliest, you know, memory of them. Uh, I don't know, man. It's nothing like just sitting in front of the TV with like a bowl of cereal, just <laughs> cheering for your, your, you know, your favorite wrestler, The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Undertaker, Kane, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Man, Come on, bro. I don't know, man. It's just something that just hypes me up when I just see somebody just get clotheslined. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like it's, just, it's like, it's oh damn, he got clocked. And now, not only like, that, I say like with wrestling, it's not just wrestling. Wrestling has like a storyline behind it, yep. so you're constantly waiting. So mm-hmm. like they will build up this whole match every week, and they'll cut promos. And I feel like we came up in the the best generation of promo cutting. Yeah, like we have a lot of talent, but motherfuckers can't get on the mic and talk that shit. Attitude era. Yeah, the attitude era. You had Stone yeah. Cold cursing out his balls. You had The Rock raising his eyebrows and calling people poo-tank pie and going crazy. Like <laughs> Jabroni. Yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> Come on. So I feel like as a kid when we was growing up, bro, that was electrifying. And we used to get it on Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. Come that's on, like, bro. That's you, like the pie. That's what we're bringing. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> like you... You knew when it was coming on. It came on the same time, same channel, yep. and you just grow with. It's just like basically like watching a basketball player or a football player. You're literally watching wrestlers' career. Yeah. I would also say, do you ever play the video games of uh, WWE? Oh, of they were fun. They were a lot of fun. PlayStation. You know, and that transcends to Xbox, you know. Yeah. As everybody it's did. Fun. I feel like yeah. I had a, a PS2 and then PS3, and yeah. then I, I went the Xbox. Right? I'll be honest. <laughs> I went one, and I've had a Team Xbox. Xbox one, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, uh, top three wrestlers. Oh, oh, oh. Not top three, but your favorite three all time. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Personally, man, you put me on the spot. I have to shift them around a little bit to be fair. It doesn't have to be in order. No, I gotta be, to be fair though. I gotta be like who's iconic. You know what I mean? As soon as as well as my favorite. So I, you gotta put Undertaker up there. You know what I mean? I agree with Mr. you on that. Mister WrestleMania. Ma- Shawn Michaels and Mister Mister WrestleMania. Of course, of course. Mister WrestleMania. He had the longest streak. Come yeah, on. yeah, you're um, right. But you know you have John Cena. Yes, sir. John Cena. He was a face of wrestling for he years. He saved. He saved wrestling, bro. Definitely. He saved wrestling. He put wrestling on his back. Definitely. And, and some might judge me for this one. How many years did we see, like, you can't see me? Like, John I didn't even really oh, watch it. I already John remember, easily you know? had a 15, 20-year run. Definitely. Yep. And he's still going. He's still going. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a 16-time champion. Yeah. He's up there with Ric Flair, but mm-hmm. I don't think he want to pass Ric Flair just out of respect. So They won't let him. Yeah. yeah. Got to respect the greats. And number three, somebody judge me for this one, but... You know, he's very controversial, but Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is holding it down right now. If anybody knows him, that man's been holding it down for years since That's COVID hit, since quarantine. This guy's been holding it down solo, undefeated. He's a un- undisputed champion. He has both he belts. He has two belts. Raw, SmackDown. He's, he's, they they have, like, it. two it's shows. <laughs> they have Monday night, and they have Friday night. Uh-huh. He's a champion in both. That's like, crazy. It's That's my shit. He he's winning. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the most modern, you know, Superman right now. I would say my next question is, and maybe someone that hasn't watched enough to appreciate, mm-hmm. 
you know, WWE. But my question is, how do you feel about each show having a predetermined winner, right? Uh, yeah. Because that, that, that's my – that's I think maybe that's one of the things, like, maybe I never – understood that concept right i watch professional sports and i feel like we watch professional sports to see who wins the game you know we love yeah. to be entertained we love to watch the you know everything about it the athletic ability of the athletes we love to see lebron james you know throw down dunk what whatnot you know we want to see all that we get the action so wwe definitely provides that action but i guess it's like is it in a sense for you to feel like it's okay that we, you know, the winner's already determined. I don't, I don't get that. For me, I feel like yeah. I want to just see that raw aspect. I want to see Roman Reigns, you know. I want to see him actually kick somebody's ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't want to see scripted. Or is it like, no, it's scripted because he really is the better, you know, wrestler. How, how do you feel? Could you explain well, that maybe to know, me? Or? You really want to see somebody get, you know, the ass whooped. For that, you watch UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? MMA. You know, that's, I, I love MMA, but, you know, wrestling has my heart. Uh, okay. I feel like it has to be scripted because if not, then these guys are gonna get hurt. Yeah. You know, you ever been power, you know, a power driver where your neck is being slammed into the you know, <laughs> concrete? You're right. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think people get really hurt, so they have to. It has to be scripted. However, yeah, the pain is real. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, he's a wrestler. He's an old school wrestler. He doesn't wrestle anymore. Hardcore Holly. He's old school. He's a legend. This guy was thrown into what you know they used to use. Real wooden tables. They don't anymore. They know better now. This guy got thrown onto it. It was kind of a botch, but I mean, he landed what looked to be right. But this guy had a what was it? A fourteen-inch gash on his back. Damn. Slid right open. Probably a little more. Uh, probably fourteen, sixteen inches. Yeah, it took half. It to took half stitches. of his back. Shit. I'm sure there's been some freak accidents Absolutely. that has happened. Like you can't plan everything, obviously, like yeah. that. So I okay, yeah, that's a great answer because like yeah. to not me, only that, that makes a lot. You also got to remember. Wrestling is entertainment. It's yeah. almost like a soap opera for men. Oh yeah, definitely. You're constantly figuring it out, like what's gonna happen next. Yeah, and that's where the promo action comes in and makes it entertainment. It's almost story. like a play. Yeah. It's a storyline. They don't just randomly fight each other. All right, cool, cool, boom, 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 boom. Next match. Yeah. Every match has a storyline. Like they're talking to each other. They're so it's almost like a script. Okay. And that's not easy, bro. Yeah. That's no. not an easy yeah. job. Remember, you're yeah. you're performing, you're fighting, and you have to act. I sometimes you have to be the bad guy. Sometimes you have to be the good guy. Yeah. Some people are way better at being the bad guy. Some people are better at being the good guy. Sometimes you have to switch it up just to keep the people entertained and give, you know, bring them in and change shit up once in a while. But professional wrestling is not easy, bro. No, yeah, no. I don't think they get enough credit for the. The shit that they have to do, bro. And not only that, you're traveling 300 days out of the year. Yeah, definitely. You're driving. You're on a bus. You're on a plane. Because these guys are not privately flown to every arena. Yeah, no, man. you have to find your ass there. And they don't just do two up, two shows a week. They do they multiple do off shows. Sh- Off-camera shows, you know, off-television shows. Maybe like four times a week. Yeah, you know, in total. it's amazing how much you're putting your body through and like yeah. what they have to get prepared for. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know to keep looking that. And not and not only that, I I feel like wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers are underpaid, but it's a business. Do you sell merchandise? Mm. Do you, do you fill in seats? Yeah, you also have. Can to you are you are you profitable? Exactly. Are you marketable? Are companies gonna call WWE like yo? Listen, we need a commercial with this particular person. What's the price for? Understand, like, 
if you if you don't have those values as a wrestler, that's when you become like the mid carters and like you open up the show type shit. Nobody paying to see you. You're just a filler. Yeah. So that's why it's harder for wrestlers to really like be on the top. And that wrestling is a sport where there's only one person at the top, the yeah. champion. So everybody else is a filler unless you're the champion. And there's people that have the talent that can be champion material. But guess what? They can't fucking move the crowd. Yeah. They can't get the crowd roaring. They can't make the crowd happy. They can't upset the crowd. Because as a heel, heels are the bad guys in wrestling. As a heel, if you don't get the fans to boo you, you're not doing your job. Hmm. So it's like it's a lot of aspect to wrestling that people just be like, oh, that shit is fake. Oh, that shit is whack. Nah, it takes a lot, bro. That's an ongoing show. It's the longest rated show, I think, ever. Wrestling has been on a Monday Night Raw. It's been going on for the last (laughs) 22 years consecutively, bro. Oh, way more than that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think you guys definitely informed me a lot (laughs) on that, and it it makes a lot more sense. I just, I think for a lot of the casual fan, you know, that would just be like, you know, why isn't there, you know, a, a a true winner? I guess, and it's. Not scripted in a sense, but that makes a lot more sense. And listen, they definitely get well more informed on that. There's the Super Bowl, and then there's WrestleMania. I don't care if you don't watch wrestling, if you do watch wrestling, if you watch it a little bit. People tune in to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. You could have watched wrestling five years ago. Oh, we're going to a WrestleMania party. Who's having WrestleMania in their crib? People tune in to see that shit, and they don't watch wrestling all year round. There's like people that don't watch football year round. They watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. People watch the World Series. Yeah. So. Oh, it's definitely. You got to give event. them their credit, bro. Yeah. All right. So WWE definitely uh, a big passion of yours, and oh, then yeah. you you also really like to have. I like to kind of end with. Uh, you love to have like, kind of like, conversations that really m- make you think in a sense he about moves, like it moves the needle. Yeah, like moves the needle a little oh, bit. Oh, definitely. Well, I love when my mind goes. You know, just. I don't like to just sit still. Like when I like, really think going, about bro. Things. It gets me going. Hell yeah, definitely. Okay, so what exact like things do you think like are interesting to you? Interesting to you, and things that maybe people overlook as one perspective, but you feel like there could be another viewpoint to that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what I've been thinking about. Real, something real heavy been in my mind lately. Um, you believe in aliens? <laughs> yes, sir. Do you believe in the unknown? I mean, I would probably say outside <laughs> of Earth, there's. I mean, I'm sure there's other, uh-huh. you know, life out there. I'm sure we're not the only one in a, in a solar system. Like, you I'm think sure, this like this planet is a, is like a speck of sand on the beach. You know what that means? Honestly, like you got to think like their that's solar small, system, bro. And they're not even that. that. Like there's small. other solar systems, and like, you know, like we're. Nothing. I gotta think, yeah. Like it's it is crazy to think about. That's why I like having these conversations, and that's why I wanted to break it up because like, give us give us a little more information. That, like, give us give us something that you think that yeah. you know uh-huh. or you see that we probably never heard of. Like oh shit, yeah, we're just kicking it. We're not like yo, what the fuck? <laughs> no, right. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, we, Listen, dig, dig deep, research. dig deep. Yeah. Let, let let loose, yeah. bro. Get comfortable. Don't I've worry done some about research. it. Research. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, yeah. Um, so I believe in this. You know, yeah. it's been reported. There's a uh, there's some guy named Bob Lazar. Okay, he used to work in Area 51. Area 51 is on. 
you know, it's a mysterious underground base, you know. Yeah. Supposedly, supposedly. So Bob Lazar used to work there. And um, he basically, you know, was called a whistleblower. You know, he he gave us some info that he wasn't supposed to. He saw something that he wasn't supposed to. And shit went down. So now, Mr. Bob Lazar, who attended, you know, all these prestigious schools. And, you know, he worked for Area 51. This guy got cut off. You know, they took him off. Like, he's... They erased Nobody all his records. Is, they erased all his records of him ever going to school, ever ever, ever working for Area 51. Holy shit. Yeah. He just, like, didn't exist anymore yep. in the United so States. Does all. he have, you like, a social media? No, no. He hates attention. He did, he did one interview with Joe Rogan, and that's about it. He went... Go was oh, he the one that was explaining that about the floating device that was just sitting there? Yep. The material that he would handle with. Yep. He said there was a material that... that UFOs are made out of that he's seen with his own eyes. Holy shit. That it looks like aluminum foil. Uh it's paper paper thin, paper weight, paper weight. It has no weight to it. But that's what the UFO was constructed of. The whole UFO was constructed of paper weight material. Yeah. That, that doesn't make sense. And he swirled this, you know, he has he says he has proof. He's shown it, spoken about it, but you know, can't prove what you you know what the government says you didn't do. Yeah, you, you know can't I mean? see it. Yeah, but why why is it why is it being hidden so much? You know what I mean? Yo, that's crazy. What bro. do you Just feel like? I gotta watch that episode though. What, what do you? Yeah. What do you feel like out. needs to be presented to the people? Like, if the truth, were, how would you present <laughs> it to them? The truth. We want to know the truth. Listen, it's it's out right now. The government said UAPs are real. They don't know unidentified. Aerial phenomena. They don't know what this stuff is. They don't know who it is. They don't know where it comes from. What you know, country, or planet. They don't know. But they admit it that they don't know. You feel me? And they have admitted that there has been a you know a risk of national security. But they ain't doing nothing about it. They they hiding the stuff. But I believe they they have a lot more they're not telling us. That's Dude, crazy. What if they? Wild we'll find out soon. What if we don't have anything to like? Say if they would like to come try to take over Earth, uh-huh. this n- we probably don't oh. have. We probably don't have anything. We're toast. We yeah, no, we're toast. We're fucked. <laughs> we're toast. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's like other oh tech. Like, think about all the technology that us as a human race has like put forth. Like, uh-huh. I feel like if there's other life out there, like God knows what the hell is like. If you know what what they got going on. Like, I'm sure. How could we compete if like somebody from you but know, but like if another it, alien coming down, we're like, yeah, oh, you're going to shoot at him. Like, do we really? I, I don't think that's going to work. Like, I've seen like movies. I know that. But like my man is going to stand there like Braun. Like he ain't going anywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do we really think that like we have a chance? Nah, I think we have two options. If aliens were to come down here, you know, they're traveling through inter, you know, Glass, galactic, yeah. you know, at, at what would take us light years, which is a really long time. They do it probably in seconds, minutes. <laughs> They probably travel to portals. We don't. I don't know. We yeah, don't know. We have no idea. We have two options. We're either, you know, slaves. They enslave us, and we become workers or whatever they need us to be, whatever to do tests on us. I don't know. What or we're just pests. We're, we're exterminated. We're gone. That's it. They they take this crazy. planet for themselves for what if our resources, whatever. I don't know. What if, like, let's just 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 randomly say, what if Earth. We're, is deep, on, we're deep in the cut here. <laughs> what if Earth is on, like the only planet where there's actual what you call it, like life on? Nah. And they need Earth, and they'll come. 
to Earth. They'll slightly take over, but they'll fucking, like, how would I say? Can this at least happen after the Super Bowl because the birds got a chance? <laughs> <laughs> and we just, like, coexist and they find, like, fucking cures to shit. And That'd be crazy. They're like, we won't people? have to use fucking gas anymore. Like, they cure cancer. See. Like, they're just like, yeah, yeah like, what you if want a Lambo? You want to hear <laughs> a funny crazy. one? So, all right, this is another Area 51 story, yeah. which is supposedly true. Um, I can get you the exact year, but I know it happened a long time ago, 50s, 40s or 50s, 1940s. Um, supposedly, there was a, 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 a alien that came from Venus. He was a Venetian. That's what they called it. Uh, you know, that's that's what they called themselves. His name was Valiant Thor. That's tough. My yep. man got the V going. Valiant no. Thor. That was that's his tough. name. He looked like a human. He had blonde hair and blue eyes. Regular Caucasian. My motherfucker, Elon Musk, is a fucking right? alien, bro. I'm telling Listen you. Listen to this shit, though. What? So <laughs> he presented to the government, I have the cure to, you know, illnesses. I have the cure to, you know, hu- you know, stop hunger, to make unlimited food, like, to make re- to give us resources that we don't have. Yeah. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. And the government said, no. You know, pain, diseases, famine, it, it brings us money. Absolutely. So they're not going to take cures and answers when they need the problems. You know what I mean? And well, I believe that story is true. It's just That's just how America works, it's bro. It's just the sad world, story is true. isn't it? It's like money is always over everything, it seems, you know? Bro, th- I, the greed is like not for nothing. It's like how much money is too much money? Well, that, that's what we were. We've, we've already kind of like had our own conversations about this, like in terms of like. So, so you're telling me sport? Like, how many, how many millions of dollars do you think you would, like, if I was to ask both of you guys right now, how many millions of dollars? If you were already like, pretty, you know, I know our boy over here is making, you know, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, he's doing very <laughs> well oh, right you, now. Thank you. I appreciate that. He might be in Forbes That's next year. That's second yeah. income. That's not even the Fingers first crossed. income. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, what do you think? How many millions do you think it's like? Okay, you're like, I don't need any more, you know. Like, is 150 million dollars? Do you need that, or do you like, yo, I'm good off of like a couple yo, million? Like, where, how many do you? I swear to you, bro. I think we're like. I would say, you don't have one million till you have two million. So one million is not enough. Yeah. Cause your first, your first purchase, your house and all that, sh- that shit is gone. So I wouldn't say one million is enough. Say the Comfortably, number at the same time. Huh? Say the number at the same time. Ten million. Ten. Ah, I knew it. I swear I knew it. I yeah. think ten. <laughs> ten mil. Ten. Let's just put it like this: ten to twenty million dollars. My man saying that everybody go get the lift back, and he's just, like, "Y'all get off a ten. Just break it down, like as a kid, bro. Your mom gave you either ten dollars or twenty dollars, <laughs> right? Yep. You stretch that motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah. you're gonna tell me if you can stretch ten dollars, bro, you can stretch ten million dollars. Yeah. But you wanna be thinking about it like maybe some guys do on live. I'm not trying to bring sport <laughs> into it, but I'm saying like where they're like, Oh, I need hundred and fifty million dollars because that is generational wealth. Do you look mm-hmm. at it like, yo, I could also support my family or All right, but Bill, what, Bill, what's your number over there? Like how many million you think you would be good off of? Would you feel like you would need you'd be good off of like ten million or would you be like, nah, I want like hundred and fifty million large? You know, I want to know what number you would give. Uh, honestly, I've never really thought about it. Yeah. But I don't really plan on having kids. So the generational aspect of it, 
yeah. isn't really a thing for me. Okay. So maybe my my siblings and stuff would probably inherit all that whatever yeah. I get. But honestly, I'd probably be content with like five five, five mil. mil. Five really, mil. That's, that's, that's a very, that's that's a a very humble. Yeah, that's a humble answer. Much, bro. Yeah. Overindulgence is a, is a curse, bro. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm good on that. Amen. Yeah, shout out, shout, shout out, out Bills on that. Yeah. Shout out to Bills on that. That is so true. <laughs> that that was a humble, yeah. respectful, right answer. Yeah. Cause like, what are you gonna do with? All right, you have a hundred million dollars, bro. You can travel the world three times. You still have money. Isn't happiness? Yeah. It's like it comes. It, it it it's almost like if you're greedy, you want more. If you're content, all right, this is enough. Yeah. Cause some people are just content with just having. You know, house, a family, everybody good. We take two vacations a year. Everybody's comfortable. Not everybody fucking needs $150 million, $200 million. And the motherfuckers that do have the $100 million want $500 million. Yeah. But it, it's amazing, though, to think about that because, like, it's, you know, I, I think, yeah, less is more sometimes. Like, you know, how much could you buy? How much more could you, you know? I understand 150 mil. What do you want to buy? I feel like it's not, if, if, if people are looking at it like, yeah, I need 250 million, I feel like then it's a competition. Then I feel like it's a power thing. It's and like how many, it's like a keeping up with the Jones is kind of a fact. You know, it's just like, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that, I want to prove this. I want, I think that's an image to with, withhold, I guess. In a people sense. always quit to say, oh, generational wealth. Listen, I grew up in a single parent household. My mom, by herself, she provided for me, my sister, and my older sister, and her n- annual income was probably at this time forty thousand dollars. I had clothes on my back. I went to school. I went on vacations. I had sneakers. I had clothes. I had everything that I could possibly need with one income. So this whole generational wealth is like, how the fuck do you want to raise your kid? People think, oh, you need a million dollars to raise a kid. No, you don't. Yeah. You feed them. You house them. You take care of them. Now, if you want to do all this extra stuff, then okay, by all means, that if that's what you want to do. But you don't need a million dollars to take care of a family. There's some families that annually bring in together a hundred thousand dollars a year, and they have three kids, two cars, and they take care of their kids. Their kids go to college. They have college funds. So let's 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 be real. Like people who just throw this oh generational. Guess what? With a million dollars, the way I was raised, you could raise twenty more families, bro. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I, <laughs> I would probably say a number around ten to fifteen. I would maybe go a little bit more because I would, I don't know. I would like love to like, I don't know, like give back and like actually fucking change shit. I feel like so yeah. much shit. Like, there's always a lot of good, you know. Sometimes in things that like, oh, we're gonna raise this amount of money and that's awesome and like we're gonna give back to this community. But like, it's like. There's a lot of good, but there's still, like, we just talked about that Meek Mill video. Do you want to see, like, people in America, you know, just, like, or anywhere in the world just starving and just yeah, you don't. like that? You like, don't, don't want to see that. Like, how could, you know, that's where it's, like, also, like, I think about maybe 50 million. Maybe, I like, I maybe not for me, but, like, I would be the one that, you know, actually try to inspire that change. True. You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, does well, that make you think, too? Like, well, I, what, I, well, what I I'll get say is. The, yeah. If you have 100% of the people that need help. There's a good fifty to sixty percent that yeah. won't accept your help. That's amazing. They don't want your help. Mm, happens. Not all hundred percent of those people want your help, and that's why they're in the situation that they're in. Because a lot of people have a lot of access to help, 
and they don't they choose not to get it they choose to be on the same path so people say oh we could try to end world hunger and all that stuff yes for those that want to help but to like save these these drug addicts and these people that are homeless bro there's programs out there that that house people and not for nothing where i come from in new york city some of these homeless people have way more access to medicines apartments food stamps all this stuff bro that the hard working class civilian can't get yeah they get housed all their medical bills paid they get food stamps they get cash so there's help out there yeah so i mean we can try to help the world but there's a lot of people that's not going to accept the help and that's just never going to change we help every single day but guess what it's going to be the same bro Go, go, Joe Mixon. So sometimes Joe Mixon on the touchdown. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, I need I that. I need that. I need that too. Joe Mixon, right? Yeah, so back to what I was saying. Like, if you yeah. want to help, Sorry. absolutely. <laughs> go, Joe Mixon, your, baby. Let's go. Open your arms to help. Yeah. But we won't be able to change that, bro. Yeah. That's it. No matter how many billions are there in the world, how many trillions. Yeah, bro. You, you nobody should be starving in America, yeah. bro. Yeah, it shouldn't be. You know, Queen Elizabeth, before she passed away, RIP, you know, Ellie. Yes. RIP. You know, she. they said that she had enough money in her whole, you know, family to to house and feed all of england and still have enough for like i think it was what 10 uh generations yeah that that's like crazy. to me is just like where like yeah what do you do with all that money yeah why why are people on the streets hungry yeah. crying dead power i'm telling you it's a power thing absolutely there's a hierarchy bro and there's, there's a brackets that you just have to stay in no matter what and then those higher brackets that you try to get up to you only you only get there when they let you get there. Levels to the shit, right? Yeah, there's levels to the shit. Back to me. We we allow you to get here. Like you think anybody could just become a billionaire, even if they had the right thing to sell or to invent, or to whatever the case may be. They don't let you get up there, bro. When you're a fucking billionaire, bro, you have power. Money is power. That's how they see it. Yeah. How many billionaires do we have now in America? Not that many. Why do you think Kanye is going through all that shit he's going through? He's a billionaire, bro. He's a power. You know what? He touches a lot of people. He's very yeah, influential. He's super influential. He's super educated. And he's stupid fucking rich. Yeah. Shout out to Ye on the pod. You know, shout out to Ye. So what do you do? They control you. All right. Chill. Chill the fuck out. Take these pills and go somewhere. Because you, you're doing too much right now. More money, more they problems. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's, bro. It's crazy, but greed is a fucking the most dangerous thing out here, bro. Yeah. Any last quotes, Lou? What you got? Uh, guys, this was fun. Yeah, so Lou, this is, cool, this is great like this. having you on. Definitely, actually. definitely, we gotta do it again. Yo, when, man. when you when you hit so fit, many to talk about. When you hit fifty thousand, like in three months, we'll, we'll have you back on. God, yeah, can you know, I, I cross my fingers and hope to die. We may need to do a in the mix with Mike. And uh, Lou Sells collab, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's Ooh. a fact. Maybe uh, we'll see what we can do with that note. Yeah. But, um, Put that on a sweater. I'm glad we had you on the show. I hope this uh, definitely inspires definitely you know definitely. our listeners to hey try something different. And you know if you're not doing anything, uh, you know you're chilling and you want to just kind of do something, maybe a little side hustle. Think it's Start a selling all your yeah. shit in your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be lazy. Yeah. Make some money. Yeah, there's money everywhere. <laughs> Bro, he, this guy goes to your house. He's like, that's seven dollars. That's twelve dollars. Consignment, yeah. baby. <laughs> but uh, yes, it, was, it was great thank having you, you on the you show. Folks. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, last couple last thoughts to close. We'll uh, we'll do a post maybe on the Insta. 
Yes, from, we uh, should. We should tonight. But we got a, a lot of a lot of exciting days coming ahead. The merchandise is going to be coming very shortly. Yes, sir. Winter's right there. Really excited about that. Instagram is going to be developing. I'm really excited for the coming weeks or pod. A lot of a lot of interviews coming up. A lot of people in the area. A lot of people throughout Lancaster, Millersville College. Um, Really, really appreciate all our listeners out there. Lou is breaking in the door. You see? Yeah. Yes, sir. Everybody. Uh, You're going down to history. We're making history on this shit, boy. Yes, sir. I believe I, it. I appreciate appreciate all, all the listeners and uh, everybody that, you know, kind of comes up to me. Tunes in, listen out, to our crazy asses. <laughs> out in public and saying they, they listen to the show. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of fun things coming up. That's very humbling, bro. Vi- yeah. You know what? When you have people come up to you like, yo, your shit is fire. Like, yeah. People don't give good how would I say, like, people don't like to give credit to other people. It's just naturally, like, nah, I'm not going to give you credit, like. Yeah. It, I but when you do get it out there, like, oh, shit, my work is being seen. It's being listened to. Yeah. Shit, it's moving. And I appreci- It's touching the people. And I appreciate that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, That's fire. Yeah, like, I'm glad that. Feel like, free to walk up to it. Like, yo, yeah. what's up? Uh, We'd love to have, like, more people. More of the people on the show is great, you yeah. know? Just networking and connections. and Beneath the logo. It literally says <laughs> the podcast where everyone is welcome. So feel free. I love what you did on that design. Shout out, my yeah, shout, shout out. out. You know, you gotta cook Come up, on. bro. We gotta my cook boy, up. Huh? My boy, like Virgil, R.I.P. <laughs> but uh, a lot of fun things coming, and and also we'll be our faces. We gotta get, you know, right. We gotta get everything right. Yeah, we gotta. We got to rent a photographer. Wait, we have a photographer. Yeah, I was Look at him shout, right there. Shout out our boy, Billy. Mayer. Look at him right there. We just got to <laughs> get a booth or something so we can take some nice pics and, you know, feed the streets. Not only that. Possibly uh, some some television, some filming coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. We got. So we gonna work on something. Yeah, we gonna work on something. Something. But. Something's coming. But uh, appreciate all you guys out there. Thank you for always listening. Uh, episode fifteen in the books. This was really fun tonight. Wrap it up. Hope everybody's great. Thoughts and prayers with the people in Florida again. Yes. Big things coming. Everybody stay safe. It's up and it's stuck. You know it, Isaiah. Lucelle's out. God bless.